Hello and welcome to the Bottom Up Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons. I'm the Chief Innovation Officer at Qualitans, coming to you from the Work From Home studio. And today is the second installment of our Revolut case study. Uh, we're going to look at the people side of things. The previous show we just did product. So now we're into the people. And this is so fascinating because they have over 2,000 staff and they started with just two five years ago. And uh, this might suggest why we think they might become the Amazon of banking. Now, we learned a ton about how they are growing fast and building a product in quite a revolutionary new way for the category in the previous show. Today, what we're going to get into is the people side of things. And so I want to break this down for you and really help you understand um, how team structures and, and culture and the way you work together really does affect the product. In fact, I would argue that only great teams can build great product and there's no way you can build a great product if you don't have a great team. Okay, before we get into it, if you are interested in going deep on our case study on uh, not only Revolut, but WeWork, or you want to get any of our masterclasses, it's all free. Jump over to bottomup.io and you can grab everything you want there. Listen to more episodes of the podcast, take masterclasses, read blog posts, you name it, it's all there. Okay, let's talk about people. Let's talk about culture at Revolut. Well, I had to think of like one idea that kind of captures how uh, Revolut works. And I think it is best described as being a very hard and fast culture. Uh, so what I mean by that is they move very fast and a bit uh, common to some of the early days of Facebook. They kind of move fast and break things. In their case, they're very commercial. They move very fast. It's quite a high-pressure um, working environment. And I think that actually, if there was any of the four Ps, so we've done product, they're doing exceptionally well. We're going to learn about promotion and profit. And as a bit of a heads up, they do pretty damn well there. I would actually say that it's on the people side of things where they are most challenged. And I think it's this hard and fast culture. So let's break it down and talk about what we think is at the heart of this. So I would propose to you, if you have like a hyperspeed, you know, fifth gear kind of culture, this means long days, long nights, often working weekends, working long hours, um, a lot of stretch goals um, in how you organize the team. You know, the thing that is the real truth that I think we can learn from Revolut is they had a lot of churn in employees in the early days. And I think it's specifically because of this culture. And the truth inside of this is that a hard and fast culture has a very small talent pool that will actually have a good fit with the job. Said differently, out of every 100 candidates that might apply for a job, even if they have the skills, it's the behavior fit around this hard and fast. It's extremely challenging. And personally, when I think about all the teams I've been part of, a constant hard and fast culture, like it's quite unrelenting. And I think that very few people have the stamina to keep that up. Most people need a bit more time and space. So Revolut is actually recruiting for a very narrow specific segment in the employee kind of basket. And I think that's 
uh, why hard and fast is not for all. I would even go as far as saying hard and fast is not for the many. Um, it's a really challenging uh, culture. And at the heart of their culture, I think this is where you see the deep motivational level of this hard and fast culture I'm talking about is their what they call in the terms of their values, they call it getting it done. That's how they've labeled it. If you wanted to say that otherwise, you could say it's all about ownership and you can check out all sorts of great authors like uh, Yaka Willink is, is really good on extreme ownership. But the point here is that you take ownership for the results and you never blame anyone else. You do whatever it takes to get the results across the line. And so they call it getting it done. So it's a very bold, very brave, very 100% all in. And I think that's the real truth about the culture they created. And when you go this hard, not only is it not for many, sometimes you can, like the, the barrier between what is uh, the right thing to do versus the wrong thing to do, they can get kind of blurred. And what I mean by that is you can push yourself so hard. You can push the team so hard, the organization so hard. You can be so entrepreneurial that you can almost break things. So I would actually say in the case of Revolut, they had some serious problems a couple of years ago around this. And this getting it done culture uh, really got them into some uh, tricky, uh, shall we say, hot water. So I want to tell you this a little story that kind of brings this all together. And uh, this was all exposed in a Wired magazine article. You can find out more about this Google Wired Revolut and um, some of the things that they got up to in the early days. So here's how they used to recruit. This is crazy. So let's imagine you and I are uh, potential candidates for a job at Revolut. And we raised our hand and said, yep, we send in a CV. Hey, hi me, hi me, and we get a, an email or a call and they want to have a meeting. So you do your first interview. At the end of the first interview, Revolut used to give out this task. They've stopped this practice after it was exposed, but they, this is what they used to do. They used to say, let's imagine you and I are the candidates. They would say, okay, hey, Mike, if you would like to continue in this process, the first thing you have to do is go and recruit 200 customers for the platform. And uh, if you go and check out our masterclass at bottomup.io, I actually have a screenshot of the brief that they would send to me where you can see they like, Revolut's home task required applicants for various positions to recruit new app users. 200 or more signups would be a very strong indication that you'd go into the next round of the interview. Now, just so you know, if you got the 200, it doesn't guarantee you a job. It doesn't even guarantee you another interview. This is where the hard sell and this hard and fast culture kind of gets a bit over the top and out of control. And that's what I was talking about before, that fine line between, you know, on track and where you get a little bit off track. Now, I want to say that this is how they used to do it. They've stopped this practice. And what's really interesting is if you jump over to Glassdoor and you look at some of the reviews, um, you really have a snapshot of the entire company around culture right there on Glassdoor. 
So they have good advocacy and referral rate. And uh, Nikolai Stranowski gets a really good 81% approval as a CEO. So that's good. And what's really interesting, they highlight two pros and two cons on Glassdoor about the culture. And these are all taken from employee feedback. The company is really fast paced, it's growing and it gives you a good reputation. That was one of the first ones. The second one is you learn a lot. And so that's the upside of a hard and fast culture. I mean, you're just always learning. It's like really dense. But this is really interesting on the cons, which you know, almost double the amount of references to work-life balance in the negative. People talking about 12 to 15 hour working days plus weekends, which is mentioned a lot, and then um, just generally the long hours that people had to work. So what's the point here? I think they've overcome some of those earlier challenges um, and being a bit overzealous and over-commercial. Um, but I want to make this point here. I mean, they're on a big mission and they've got a distinct culture that lines up pretty nicely. They want to disrupt banking. They've got this hard and fast culture. They're growing like crazy. But the lesson here is I think that the culture is matching the, the level of ambition. So it's actually really good. I think the other strong thing here is that they have learned from their earlier mistakes. So the reports of churn are way down and it looks like they've really understood that they went a little too far. So this for me is some really important takeouts. As you build the vision of the organization, make sure that your culture and your practices and behaviors, the way you work together, treat each other, the way you communicate is in line with that. And I think actually, despite a rough start, I actually think Revolut has done a very good job at getting their culture back on track. So there you have it. That's the second P of our case study for Revolut. We've got two more, profit and promotion. These ones are fantastic. There's a lot to learn. I hope you're enjoying the ride with me. I'm Mike Parsons, Chief Innovation Officer at Qualitans. Remember to come check us out at bottomup.io.